0: Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you, you can, can still My soul Father, is... Father we say thank you this morning. Thank you for a brand new day. Thank you because this is the day that you have made. Lord, you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. Thank you for the blessings of today. Thank you for the mercies of today. Thank you for the grace of today. Ah, Lord, scripture says that you daily, daily load us with benefits. We thank you for the benefits of today. Thank you for the honor of today. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We come into your presence to worship, worship the covenant-keeping God, the great I am, I am that I am, the God who is sufficient for every situation. We worship Jehovah, we worship the King of kings, our Lord, and declare that you are the faithful one. We declare that you are righteous, righteous holy holy be glorified master be glorified our precious god in the mighty name of jesus lord in our time here this morning we have just come to fellowship we have just come to bless you we ask lord us speak to us again we ask lord grant us your wisdom grant us your understanding help us to learn in your presence this morning but let your name alone be glorified we give you all the praise in jesus mighty name we are prayed amen all right let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning i am murphy all right we continue reading our bibles Today, we start a new book. Remember, yesterday, we finished the book of Amos. Uh, Today, we start a new book, the book of Obadiah. Obadiah has just one chapter, okay? So, that, that means we will complete Obadiah today and also start the book of Jonah. Yes, Jonah has four chapters. We will take two chapters, okay? So, that means we are reading three chapters today in two books obadiah actually happens to be the shortest book in the old testament outside that obadiah is 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 marvelous there are people who find it hard you know to place obadiah but all you have to do is just read read so jeremiah is so crucial okay it's jeremiah's you know our uh, prophecies were so crucial because they will help you perfectly Place where you should put uh, the period when Obadiah was prophesying because uh, there are people who think, oh. This was more about the wars that happened between, okay, Obadiah prophesied about Edom, okay, this was, Edom was also, is the nation you were also called Mansia, okay, so yes, this was about the wars, the regular wars and battles that were between them, even up to the time of David, ah, no, no, but I I disagree, okay, read the words again, uh we have read this in one or two of the prophets before where was the time where they were celebrating when israel was being literally attacked and carried off into exile obviously we know that that was during the period of jeremiah yes when babylon attacks so that is exactly where we will place the prophet Obadiah, but his prophecy is marvelous. It is to the kingdom of Edom. Yes, to the kingdom of Edom. Um, The book of Jonah also is a very unique book among the 12 prophets. Jonah is the only book okay, that perfectly um, focuses on a nation that is not even that has nothing to do to do to do with the nation of Israel. Maybe in the end you will say, okay, they still have something to do with the nation of Israel. In that Nineveh is in Assyria. Yes, yes, they are in Assy in Assyria or what you will call our present-day Iraq. That's where Nineveh is located. However, God says the prophet Jonah to these people. Yes, we see what to learn from them today. Please get your Bible. Let's start by reading the, the book of Obadiah, just one chapter. It says that this is the vision that the sovereign Lord reveals to Obadiah concerning the land of Edom. I noticed that all of the 12 prophets started the same, almost the same way. They were speaking about visions that God gave them. God will give you visions in the mighty name of Jesus. There will be nothing hidden to you. There will be nothing secret. God will give you vision of your future. You will know exactly what to do. It says here, this is the vision that the Sovereign Lord revealed to Obadiah concerning the land of Edom. Now, this is about Edom's judgment and, and, okay, and, and punishment for what they did. God will tell them eventually what they did, but yes, let's read verse 2. It says, We have had a message. It says, We have had a message, still verse 1, from the Lord that an, an ambassador was sent to the nations to say, Get ready, everyone, let's assemble our armies and attack Edom. The Lord says to Edom, I will cut you down to size among the nations, verse 2. You will be greatly despised. Yes, God says, I will cut you to size. You will be greatly despised. Since you have been deceived by your own pride because you live in a rock fortress and make your own eye in the mountains. Yes, Edom is where you, we call them Mount Seir. In other words, a majority, the large part of the nation is located high on the mountain. And that is very strategic because it means that most of the time, they are safe. It's difficult to attack them. You really need to think this through if you are going to attack them. And so the Lord said, because of that, they were filled, they were filled with pride. He says, you have deceived, you have deceived, have been deceived by your own pride because you live in a rock fortress and make your home high in the mountains who can ever reach us way up here you asked boastfully but even if you swore as high as eagles, eagles and build your nest among the stars i will bring you crashing down says the lord hi terrible he says if thieves co- came at night and robbed you what is disaster awaits you? Uh, they would not take everything. Those who are grapes, always leave a few for the poor. Uh, yes, God is trying to use an, 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 an analogy right here. God is telling them when thieves come, thieves don't carry everything. They will still leave some things now. Even when harvesters are harvesting grapes, they will still leave some, okay? The birds will come feed on, on them, okay? Other people, the poor will come. Just the children of Israel were instructed to do that. Allow the poor to come into your feeds and get something to eat. But God said, no. He says, ah, those who harvest grapes, all leave a few for the poor. But your enemies talking about edom your enemies will wipe you out completely in other words they will leave nothing behind he says every nook and cranny of edom will be searched and looted every treasure uh, will be found and taken he says all your allies will turn against you they will help to chase you from your land they will promise uh, they will promise you peace While plotting to to deceive and destroy you. So your trusted friends will set trap for you and you won't even know about it. This says, at that time, not a single wise person will be left in the old land of Edom, says the Lord. And I'm telling you, that would have been a tragedy. How do you have a nation and there is not a single wise person that can say, ah, we are doing the wrong thing or this is what we should do. Yes, it was because God was preparing their destruction. He said, there will not be a single wise person left. In the old land of Edom, says the Lord, for on the mountains of Edom, I will destroy everyone who has understanding, since the mightiest warriors of Teman will be terrified, and everyone on on the mountains of Edom will be cut down in the slaughter. Ha! it as well 10 says because of the violence and this is why god is punishing them he says because of the violence you did to your close relatives in israel you will be filled with shame and destroyed forever and this is very 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 important in a lesson for us to learn from they were jealous of the children of israel they were brothers so edom is from is from, is from Esau, jacob is, from, is israel Esau is their father okay so in a sense they are brothers they are brothers but never adam will never acknowledge the nation of israel and always were was looking for a way to uproot them and so when babylon will come and try to carry them off into exile they joined babylon you know to destroy to try and destroy the nation of israel god said no way He says, No way. He says, Because of the violence you did to your close relatives in Israel, you will be filled with shame and destroyed. And destroyed forever. Since when they, uh, they were invaded, you stood aloof, refusing to help them. Foreign invaders carried off of their wealth and cast lots to divide up Jerusalem. But you acted like one of Israel's enemies. Okay? So that's why I know that the casting of Lord for Jerusalem is Babylon's time. Okay? No other person has seen literally conquered Jerusalem and literally had it from the, from themselves before the Babylonians after the Babylonians you will have the Roman the Roman Empire come and do the same thing okay so yes God was telling them I'm going to punish you because you wished evil on, on, on your brother if you are listening this morning okay don't fall into this trap the devil tries to make it look like ha, ah, unless somebody comes down you cannot succeed it's a lie of the devil hmm? you see the way the sky is eh? as as many as the beds are there Mm, they never. They re- Let me not say never, uh, because I have not witnessed it before. Uh, maybe it's, it's possible, but they really, really will you will you witness it that birds will collide with one another in the air? Every bird, okay, has the freedom to fly in the air and enjoy themselves. Listen this morning, okay? There is enough glory. There is enough space for you to shine where you are. You don't need to envy anybody. You don't need to look for their downfall and that that is the only time you will succeed. That was the trap Edom has, had fallen into. And so instead of helping the nation of Israel, when they were attacked, they, were, they stood aloof and they were laughing at them. Verse 12 says, you should not have gloated. Uh, when, they ex- when they exiled your relative to distant land, you should not have rejoiced when the people of judah suffered such misfortunes so you should not have spoken arrogantly in that terrible time of trouble very important why would somebody do this because of jealousy yes you're jealous of your neighbor They're jealous of their children. They're jealous of the car that they have or maybe the position that they have. And so you want to see their downfall. God says, no, you will bring destruction upon your own self. Okay, so you are listening this morning and you are there. Let it go. Yes, let it go. Let it go and look to the Lord for your own promotion and success. And I'm telling you, it is not far away. Your day of lifting is here. In the mighty name of Jesus, God told them, you should not have, you should not have gloated. You should not have rejoiced when your 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 literally your half brother was cut to the ground. Says you should not have spoken spoken arrogantly in that terrible time of trouble. You should not have plundered the land of Israel. You should not have gloated over their destruction when they were suffering such calamity. You should not have seized their wealth when they were suffering such calamity. There are people, eh? As soon as people are falling. that, that, that is the opportunity they've been waiting for they must kick those that are down it's a terrible place a terrible thing to have okay so God says no you should not have seized their wealth when they were suffering such calamity you should not have stood at the crossroad killing those who tried to escape you should not have captured the survivors and handed them over in their terrible times of trouble wow Edom was wicked those that escaped, they caught and took them to their to the back to the Babylonians and say come and have your come and have your property eh they try to escape ah it was terrible jealousy will make you do things you will you will never imagine okay so let it go this morning i say let it go this morning talk to the lord ask the lord to help you i don't want to have this kind of heart anymore jealous of my daughter jealous of my mother jealous of a friend no lord i want to let it go so this is what god says about about Edom, their destruction and then about the restoration of the of the nation of israel verse 15 says the day is near when i the lord will judge all godless nations as you have done to israel so it will be done to you yes whatever a man sows i'm sure you have heard it whatever a man sows that is what he will reap god says that as you have done to israel eh, so it will be done to you As you are kicking somebody on the ground, one day they will kick you too on the ground. As you are trying to put somebody inside the coffin, okay, just so that ah, when the person is not there anymore, they will celebrate you that the day is coming, they will do the same thing to you. You don't need it this morning. He says, so it will be done to you. He say all your evil deeds, I will fall back on your own head. I pray for someone this morning. That will not be your portion. Because you are not an evil person. Yes, you are not an evil person. If you are evil, listening to this message this morning, repent. Repent and hand it over all to the Lord. Say no more. Lord, I give it all to you. God says, uh, all your evil deeds will fall back on your head. Since just as you swallowed up my people on my only mountains, so you and the surrounding nations will swallow the punishment I pour out on you. Yes, all you nations will drink and stagger and disappear from history. Remember when Jeremiah was prophesying, he prophesied about all of the destruction of all these nations because the Babylon will come back later and carry off all of them into to exile. 17 says, but Jerusalem will become a refuge for those who rescue. It will be a holy place and the people of Israel will come back to reclaim their inheritance. Yes, that is verse 17. I'm sure you know verse 17 very well. Most of us know verse 17 because we know it from the King James Version. It says that, uh, that the house of Jacob will possess their possession. Yes, so Obadiah here was prophesying in light of the restoration of the children of Israel from exile. So I know that uh, we 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 do it a lot. Okay, we we declare it and and put it in our prayers upon Mount Zion. There shall be deliverance. There shall be holiness. And the children of Israel, of Jacob shall possess their possession. Okay, but it's remember that it was in light of them coming back from exile. In the new testament you are very very different very very different the fact that you are in christ okay you are already holy listen this morning yes god the blood of jesus already washes you okay and if you will continue to trust in him okay trust in him to live daily for him trust in him to to worship the lord with, with through him trust in him i'm telling you uh, in the name of jesus everything that obadiah is saying here that upon man zion there shall be deliverance in christ there's deliverance for you okay so we stand on a very different plane okay so when you use this scripture to pray that's fine, but pray in the understanding that in Christ Jesus it is already done for you this and the people of Israel will come back and reclaim their inheritance, since the people of Israel will be a raging fire, and Edom a field of dry stubble, the descendants of Jacob will be a flame roaring across the field, devouring everything there will be no there will be no survivor in Edom. I the Lord have spoken since then my people living in the Negev will occupy the mountains of Edom those living in the foothills of Judah will possess the Philistines plain and take over the fields of Ephraim and Samaria and the people of Benjamin will occupy the land of Gilead the exiles of Israel will return to their land and occupy the Phoenician coasts as far north as Zerifat. The captives from Jerusalem, exiled in the north, will return home and resettle the towns of the Negev. And those who have been rescued will go up to Mount Zion in Jerusalem to rule over the mountain of Edom, and the Lord himself will be king. I declare this morning, the Lord is your king. In the mighty name of Jesus. I use verse 21 to pray for you again. It says, those who have been rescued will go up to Mount Zion in Jerusalem. Yes, I declare this morning, you have been rescued in Christ. So you will go up in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Alright, so that completes the book of Obadiah. Quite a short one, but interesting at the same time. Let's move on to the book of Jonah. So the way Jonah is set, Jonah is sent to Nineveh. To preach to them, Jonah is unwilling to go. We see how the story goes. It says, uh, verse 1, the book of Jonah, chapter 1, verse 1, the Lord gave this message to Jonah, son of Amittai So it was either a message or a vision. God gave This message to Jonah, son of Amittai, get up and go to the great city of Nineveh announce my judgment against it, because I have seen how wicked its people, its people are. But Jonah, Jonah, got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa, where he found a ship leaving for (laughs) Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. Are you? Listening this morning eh you are running to Tashish, running away from the Lord. you know God has been calling you but you don't want to go. Yes that was where Jonah was. Jonah did not want to answer the call of God and it was because he knew he knew the message of God and I'm telling you this is very very suspect. Okay, very, 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 very few people ever listened to prophets and did what the prophets uh, told them to do. The nation of Israel, they refused. The nation of Judah struggled with it until they themselves, okay, were were steeped in apostasy. Okay, so for Jonah to have been so sure that Nineveh would listen to him, I'm telling you, I'm a bit, I'm a bit taken aback, but uh, this book The lesson in the book of Jonah is this one. God sends him in one direction. He goes in the opposite direction. Yes, you know in your heart, God has been telling you things to do, but you haven't chosen to go in your own way. You are like Jonah. Learn from Jonah this morning. He said he was hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. He says, but the Lord, Hulled a powerful wind over the sea, causing a violent storm that threatened to break the ship up, up apart. Fearing for their lives, the desperate sailors shouted to their gods for help and threw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship. Okay, so there are those who say, Ah, they don't think that the book of Jonah is real. Okay. That it looks as if it's just a creation of a story. Uh, does God just tear up the ocean like that? Yes, that's my answer for you. God can stir up the ocean. Okay, okay, pastor, I agree with you. But there is no fish that can swallow, swallow a human being. If God says so, I'm telling you, a tilapia will swallow you. Hallelujah. (laughs) Yes. If God says so. It was God who commanded the fish. Okay. So we will soon get there. It says that, but all, it says that are fearing for their life, the, uh, the desperate sailors shouted to their gods for help and threw the cargo overboard to lighten the ship. They were calling their gods that did not have any power. That God was not the one that started this storm. It says, but all this time, Jonah was sound asleep down in the hold. Yes. Jonah will be the first person to do this. Jesus will himself come and do this. Jonah was sleeping. Because Jonah knew that God sent him. And so Jonah knew that God was not going to kill him. He knew that God will only just redirect him to go back and and do the message, the message that God sent him to. He was sleeping in the old. He was sleeping right there. The same thing happened to Jesus. He was sleeping. The disciples were toiling all night until they came to him and said, Ah, ah, master, ah, ah, we know that you are fine. We know that you you will likely not die, eh? But have mercy on us, eh? Look at us. We are toiling. We are going to die. Jesus told them, Ah, oh ye of little faith. Jesus rebuked the wind. Ah, the wind was. The wind kept quiet. Straight. Hmm? He rebuked the wave. It was calm. So Jonah, yeah, Jonah, he was asleep. Verse 6, so the captain went down after him. How can you sleep at a time like this? He shouted, get up and pray to your God. Maybe he will pay attention to us and spare our lives. Then the crew cast lots to see which of them had had offended the gods and caused the terrible storm when they did. Uh, The lot identified Jonah as the culprit. Okay, so lots were used several times in the bible okay um obviously it is left to chance but most times people will believe that look god still controlled chance in other words uh, god head or tail god will make it be head yes um, but I think in the New Testament, it is different from us. The Bible says that eyes have not seen, hear has not heard. God reveals things, secrets to us by His Spirit. Okay? So, the Bible says that those who walk with the Lord, it says walk in the Spirit and you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Okay? Very important. We walk in the Spirit in the New Testament. We don't need lots, okay, to get our own direction. So, they cast lots. To identify and the lot, it says the lot identified Jonah as the culprit. Why has this awful storm come down on us? They demanded, Who are you? "'What is your line of work? What country are you from? What is your nationality?' Jonah answered, "'I am a Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the seas and, and the land. The sailors were terrified when they heard this, for he had already told them he was running away from the Lord.' Oh why did you do it? They groaned. And since the sun was the storm was getting worse all the time, they asked him what should we do to to you to stop this uh, this storm. I'm sure I feel like as if the guys they knew what to do because they asked him what should we do to you? Uh, are they planning to beat him up? Is that what was going to stop the storm? <laughs> what should we do to you to stop the storm? Is, uh, Jonah told them, throw me into the sea. Jonah said, and it will become calm again. I know that this terrible storm is all my fault. 13. Instead, the sailors rode even harder to get... The ship to land, but the stormy sea was too violent for them and they couldn't make it. Then they cried out to the Lord, Jonah's God. Oh Lord, they pleaded, don't make us die for this man's sins and don't hold us responsible for his death. Oh Lord, you have sent this storm upon him for your own good reason. Did you hear that? Even they knew that God sent the storm for God's own good reason. It says, Verse 15 Then the sailors picked Jonah up and threw him into the raging sea, and the sea stopped at once. The sailors were all struck by the Lord's great power, and they offered him a sacrifice and vowed to serve him. Now the Lord had arranged for a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was inside the fish for three days and three nights. Yes, three days and three nights Jonah was inside the belly of the fish. Okay, let's attempt to read chapter 2. I would have said let's just stop there, okay, because it has just a few verses. So Jonah will pray from the belly of the fish. Jonah chapter 2. It says, Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from inside the fish. He said, I cried out to the Lord in my great trouble and he answered me. I called to you from the land of the dead and, and and Lord you heard me. You threw me into the the ocean depths, and and I sank down to the uh, to the heart of the, of the of the sea. The mighty waters engulfed me. I was buried beneath your wild, wild and stormy waves. Then I said, "O oh Lord, you have driven me from your from your presence. Yet I will look once more towards your holy." temple. I'm telling you, those who learn to, 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 to repent, to return to the Lord, know that God is merciful. He always receives us back. Jonah says in verse 5, I sank beneath the waves and the waters closed over me. Seaweeds wrapped itself around my head. I sank down to the very roots of the mountain I was imprisoned Imprisoned in the earth, whose gates are locked shut forever. But you, O Lord my God, snatch me from the jaws of death. As my as my life was slipping away, I remembered the Lord, and my earnest prayers went out to you in your holy temple, those who worship false gods. Turn their back on all God's mercies. But I will offer sacrifices to you with songs of praise. And I will fulfill all my vows. For my salvation comes from the Lord alone. Then the Lord ordered the fish to spit Jonah out onto the beach. Alright, so let's stop here this morning. Okay, So, so many things for us to learn in the short, the two chapters we just read in the book of Jonah. First of all, okay, don't run away from God. Eh? there is a purpose of god for your life stop running away okay do you feel god is leading you to to teach for example to be a teacher god is leading you to take care of children god has put in your heart compassion to care for people and but you want to make money mm, you are a jonah don't run away from what, from god's calling for your life i'm telling you uh, there is no calling outside this is what god said Okay, so if God said it to you, do it. Your success is there. You will succeed. Yes, that is the first lesson we learn from Jonah. Okay, another big lesson to learn from Jonah is when Jonah was in distress. When Jonah was like coming to, the, to its wit's end, what did Jonah do? Jonah turned to the Lord. Jonah turned to the Lord. He said he cried out to the Lord. He was sure that God was going to answer him. Are you sure that God will answer you in the day of trouble? I have met many Christians in the day of trouble. That is when they run away from God. It should not be you are a child of God. In your day of trouble, that is when you should arise and call on God. And you know, you are certain that God will answer you. I and god will answer you this morning in the mighty name of jesus jonah said for my salvation comes from the lord alone your salvation comes from the lord alone this morning i want us to just begin to pray we've learned from obadiah lord help us this morning We will not be jealous of anyone help us to celebrate with others to mourn with those women celebrate with those who celebrate in the mighty name of jesus we pray like jonah this morning father help us to be obedient, help us to submit to your will, help us to follow your leading and your call for our lives. Will somebody pray this morning in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we declare this morning that you are our salvation. In you, Father, we are secure. So Father, we will not be disobedient. We will walk with you in the name of Jesus. We will walk with you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you this Morning, thank you, precious Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray this morning. Help us to love others. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us to love people that you created. In the name of Jesus, like Jonah, we make a commitment. We will not need to go to the belly of the fish. We make the commitment to walk and to live for you all the days of our lives. We give you all the praise, Master. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.